I am Barrington Brennan, counseling psychologist and marriage and family therapist with your daily relationship nugget. This is part four in the series, Things to Remember When Comforting Someone in Grief. And I hope that you got some understanding better understanding of how to approach or respond to persons who have loved ones or friends who are dying or have died. Remember, your daily relationship nugget is on your radio station. It's also on the station in Belize, in the U.S. Virgin Islands, in Cayman Islands, in England, And it's also, believe it or not, on Spotify around the world on Adventist World Radio. Thousands of people are listening every day to your daily relationship nugget. If you are being blessed by this program, I'd like you to email me at barringtonbrennan at gmail.com or you could even text me from anywhere in the world, 242 Four seven seven four zero zero two. Feel free to go to my website www.soencouragement.org where I have thousands of articles and audios that can enrich your life. It is so wonderful to have this avenue to talk to you, to reach out to persons, and I've heard from many of you that you've been richly blessed. People who just walk up to me, I listen every day, or I have been touched by this particular episode, or so forth. That's very encouraging. I'm glad to know that you are there, and you are getting comfort and help, and clarity and understanding. This is part four of the topic, Things to Remember when comforting someone in grief. And let's look at what we call judgmental statements. We sort of mentioned them briefly or inferred them last time. It should go without saying, but there is no world in which judging someone helps them in their grief. Comments like, You should be over it. It's been a year already. That's a judgmental statement. Listen to this one. You look like you need to get more sleep and eat more. Or I thought you'd be more upset. They are never okay to say those things. They're very hurtful statements, yet grieving people hear them all the time. Get over it. It's been a long time. You should be over it now. You're not sleeping yet? All of those things and more we say. Grief is an individual journey for everyone, and there is no right way to grieve. Comments like these, even if they come from a place of wanting to help, often make the person feel bad about how they are grieving. Instead, Restrict yourself to affirming those coping mechanisms that the grieving person has told you they are pursuing. For example, I'm so glad you started grief counseling. I'm so glad you started grief counseling. And many don't go to grief counseling. And that's a very good opportunity for someone to talk about their loss, especially 
especially when there was an unexpected death we call complicated grief. Maybe someone died from, from a traffic accident or got killed by gunshot or stab wounds or just dropped down and died and was healthy otherwise. Um, it, it is so good to go and see someone specializing or more trained with grief counseling. That can be a trained pastor. Not all pastors are specially trained for grief counseling, but some are. It could be often a psychologist who understands mental health but has special training or, or experience in grief. It could be a direct grief counselor, him or herself, who have went through certification dealing with grieving individuals. But it's important to seek help. You know, it's so important to understand that what we say can either cause more pain or can be encouraging. It is true that one person might find comfort in a comment that another would find offensive. Use your best judgment based on what you know about the grieving person. Alright, that's so important. In general, whether you are a close friend, a family member, a co-worker, or acquaintance, make sure you treat them with patience and understanding. Finding the right words in this delicate situation can feel like a challenge, but imagine yourself in the grieving person's shoes and let your actions and words speak from that place of empathy. Painful as it is, we all experience loss at some point in our lives. Kind, thoughtful, and meaningful words and actions from friends and family go a long way to help us through the twists and turns of grief. Let me go over quickly a few things that we should not say and some things we should not say. You should not say to someone in grief, You'll get through it, be strong. He brought this on himself. It was his fault. She's in a better place now. It's been a while. Aren't you over it yet? He lived so long. At least he didn't die young. God must have wanted her there because she was such a good person. You're young. You can always have another child. I know exactly how you feel. I guess it was his time to go. And everything happens for a reason. Life goes on. These are some of the things we are not to say because they are not normally accepted the way we think it should be or you want it to be accepted. So here are some things that you could say to someone. I can't imagine what you're going through. I'm so sorry for your loss. I don't know what to say. I wish I had the right words to comfort you. You, your family, and your loved ones will be in my thoughts and prayers. She was so nice to me. One of my favorite memories of her was, you know, and you share some happy memories. And then whenever you want to talk, just know I am on a phone call away. But don't make it empty. You actually go there and call and talk. She was so wonderful. She'll be missed by so many people. I'm your friend. I'll be here for you. 
If you can't think of anything to say, hug. A hug may be appropriate. Sometimes just be with the person. You don't have to say anything. Do not make empty promises. Although it's good to say, when you want to talk, just know I am a phone call away. Uh, that can be a turn off in some cases, but it's best also to follow through. Say things like, as I mentioned in other episodes, can I come and help you by taking you to the food store to get things for the house? Or can I cook tomorrow's meal for you? Um, if you're just going to say things to show that you're concerned, but you're not doing anything, may not come off too well to the one who is greatly in pain. So remember these things, and we've been talking about um, things to remember when comforting someone in grief. And if these episodes have been helpful for you, please remember to text me at 242-477-4002. You've been listening to your daily relationship nugget. I am Barrington Brennan, and I'm doing my best to keep a smile on your heart. Thank <sniffs> you.